It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. And welcome back to Portland's Morning Brew. This is our local podcast sponsored by your Chamber of Commerce here in Portland, where we talk to people in Sumner County who are out there doing things you may not know about. And we don't mean that in a secretive way. We just mean that uh, there's a lot of uh, careers and, and things going on and maybe um benefits, charities, and and all kinds of things, and we're trying to keep you in the loop here in Sumner County. Today, we're talking to Elizabeth Hunt. Elizabeth is a licensed massage therapist. She is working out of Abrahamson Chiropractic here in Portland and maybe other offices, but we'll get into that here in just a minute. Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's great to have you. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be with us. I've got a few questions, but first, before we jump into that, tell us a little bit about your history with Portland and where you're from and how you ended up where you are. Okay. Well, uh, we just moved up to Portland in June. Um, My daughter has been living up here with her father, I want to say since about kindergarten age, and she's now 13. Uh, We just really wanted to be closer to her school. She's very active in the band, and uh, it would have been nice to just be a bigger part of her life up here. And so that's, and I'm also a bit more of a country girl myself. I've been in Hendersonville for quite some time, but Mm -hmm. I really missed having a little slower lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what brings me up to Portland. Yeah. But Hendersonville is not that far away, but I I get it. I get it, though. I get That's it. where I grew up. I I was raised in Hendersonville, just right on the outskirts of it. I uh, went to Beach High School. So, I mean, I, I still feel like I'm kind of a local, um, yeah. just not quite local to Portland, I guess. Right, right. Yeah, some of us up here on the northern part of the county uh, look down there at the Hendersonville area, and, and, you know, it does sometimes feel like a whole different world when it comes to Sumner County. It Uh, does. The way things are done and the way things are handled. I know there's been a lot of discussion lately about, you know, the water systems up here and and how we don't get the attention and they're building these huge schools down there and and they're not putting any money up here and our bleachers are falling in and (laughs) And, uh, you know, it it does, I think, I think it definitely, whether the, anyone ever meant to or not, it causes, you know, some some oddities with the county. But welcome. It's it's a wonderful area. I'm a transplant as well. I came from Murfreesboro and I came up here to work many years ago back in uh, 2000 and never left, never went back. And, you know, Murfreesboro is like tiny Nashville now. I, I don't think I could go back and live with all the traffic and the oh, hassle. No. And and I'm on uh, about 16 acres and, you know, neighbors are not very you know close. I can see them, but, you know, they're not right up against me. And I love it. Absolutely love it. I, I can say that moving up here just since June, it's a night and day difference. I feel like my mm-hmm. family is settled. We're happy. It's just, it's a calm, great environment. And we, we love Portland already. I feel like everyone here has been so nice and just, it's a breath of fresh air. It is. It's a very welcoming community. It's uh, some, it's sometimes it's a little bit of a step back in time, a few years, not too far, but just enough to where it's small enough and friendly enough that it's different and it does feel good. I'm looking forward to 
this interchange out here at 52 getting finished so they stop routing traffic yes. through town and and some yes. of that and looking forward to this bypass um you know that's that's going to get built for 109 and taking some of that traffic through the middle of town away yeah but other than that no complaints i, I love it here you know kids are still uh, open the door for you and more polite and you know there's people are still trying to raise their kids right and i appreciate that oh yeah so let's get into massage therapy and uh first first thing i wanted to ask is i know there are requirements to be licensed here in tennessee tell us a little bit about that and what you go through so yes there are requirements in tennessee not all states have requirements though Mm -hmm. Uh, so something to know if you travel across america or even outside of the country not everywhere is the same as far as becoming a therapist Um, in tennessee don't quote me on this because I've been a therapist for 10 years. So the process is a little, little ways back for me. Sure. But, sure. Um, I think it is about somewhere between six and 800 hours mm-hmm. um, of school to become a therapist. It is a trade school um, option. And after, so you do the school, you then have to take the Mblex, which is essentially our state board mm-hmm. test. Um, which I think is like a three or four hour test. Uh, we also have to keep insurance on ourselves and pass a background check and um, keep up with our continuing education hours every two year cycle. Okay. Okay. So um, that's as demanding, if not more demanding than say going to be a real estate agent or something. There's a lot, a lot to do there. So it's not just hang your shingle uh, in Tennessee. And I totally can understand what you're saying, because I can imagine if you went to another state and you thought, oh, here's, here's a place that does massages. It, yeah. Okay. Maybe massages may not be, who knows? And there's uh, some people that are licensed. licensed in multiple states, which mm-hmm. means you have to keep up with all the requirements for both or however ah. many states you're licensed in, which means the insurance has to cover both states. The continuing mm-hmm. ed has to be relevant for all states. Some mm-hmm. continuing education classes don't actually go into all the states. Oh, okay. Okay. Makes sense. And that is very similar to real estate. Now, I compare it to that because I used to be a broker. I had uh, Lighthouse Realty here in town for a few years and, and, uh, started in, I don't know, 84 and got out of it around 2012, I guess. But, uh, yeah, same I thing. There are a fair amount of similarities. Just I know a fair amount of real estate agents as well. And it, yeah, I would say there, there's quite a few similarities. Yeah, yeah. And it's good because it is forcing you to keep up and, you know, stay educated, stay aware. And, and it mm-hmm. makes sense. And it's good to have the, of it. yeah. And it's good to have the insurance requirements because, we live in a litigious world, so why yeah. not? Um, so tell me a little bit about the differences between someone needing a massage for relaxation and someone needing a mas- massage therapy for rehab. Okay. So I will say that I specialize more in the rehab recovery, uh, the more challenging, interesting aspects of it. I have Mm -hmm. nothing against the relaxing, you know, spa therapeutic. There's Mm -hmm. absolutely a time and a place. I do not consider that to be my thing, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that have very chaotic, fast paced worlds, and they truly just need an hour, 90 minutes, whatever it is to just turn their brain off and just exist in a state of nothing. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's great for the relaxation massages. Um, Massage therapy, no matter what kind you're getting, is actually one of the few ways that you can target every system in your body at a time. Massage therapy benefits every single part of your body, Mm -hmm. which I always thought was really cool. Um, Right. For the more rehab therapeutic things, which is what I do, um, it's we we ask a lot more questions. Uh, it's a more interactive style massage, you know, asking, well, how long has this been going on? What motions aggravate it or what time of the day do you feel it most? Things like that that will help us get to the bottom of it. Someone actually uh, called us muscle detectives. And I would say that's pretty accurate because we're trying to figure out what's going on in your life that Mm -hmm. is making this an issue, whether it was one event or an ongoing something that you're just not sure why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Then it's my job to step in and try to help you figure out what's making you feel this way. And let's figure that out so that we can address it. You know, I can give you advice of what you can do when you're not on my table. Um, And I always say that we work as a team. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be here for you so that you can live your best life. So tie that into to the chiropractic part. Let's say I come in and I have got sciatica in my right hip. Okay. And he is adjusting me and he's, you know, helping me out and I'm feeling a little better. But, yeah, it's kind of still bothering me. Is that something you then could pick up with and continue with to help with that? Or, or just, you know, some kind of example of how these things tie together. Okay. So chiropractic and massage, I always say, are sister therapies. They work perfectly hand in hand. The chiropractor would adjust all of your your bones which your bones are where all of your muscles attach. So without the bones, the muscles would just be a pile on the floor. And without the muscles, your bones would essentially be a pile on the floor too. They need each other to work and function. So Mm -hmm. if you're having some kind of nerve impingement, it could be coming from the spine, but it could also be coming from the muscle. And if your muscles are too tight, they're pulling your spine out of alignment or any other joint for that matter, but spine's usually the one that people think of with chiropractic. Mm -hmm. And if your muscles are pulling your spine out of alignment, then that is causing the nerves to have problems. It's causing the fluids to not get where they need to go. Um, So keeping your spine in a line and also your muscles loose enough helps everything work together better with sciatica specifically. Um, there there's sciatica and there's actually pseudo sciatica both come from the gluteal your rear end region um but sometimes it can come from the nerve that goes through the bone sometimes it comes from the nerve that's stuck under a muscle Mm -hmm. so the two of us chiropractor and massage would work great together to help with that i want to say i've had tons of clients that have had that problem and when they combine the two therapies they got the best result usually the longest lasting result as well yeah yeah, that makes sense. Um, one thing that I had read somewhere, and it's been a while, is how important it was to hydrate properly before and after a massage. Um, is is that something that you have run into or have ever, is that ever come up in the education part where the hydration becomes very important? So I will say I also do nutrition and in all aspects of life, it's important to stay hydrated. Uh, your tissues move better and work better when they are properly 
hydrated, you have a whole fossil system that if it doesn't have enough hydration to it, it sort of turns into a glue. That's mm-hmm. the best way I can describe it, but it feels like glue mm-hmm. and it doesn't move right. It doesn't slide like it should. Um, your, your body doesn't have all the elements that it needs to do your daily activities if it's not hydrated. Yes, it's important with massage, but it's important in general. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, I've always heard some people say, you know, I went and got a massage and I'm it made me so sore. I just didn't want to say anything. They were pushing so hard. What's your advice to people that are coming in for this type of therapy as to, you know, some people just don't want to say anything. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They know, You know what you're doing. But at what point should someone say either uh, it's too it's too much or could you even put a little more pressure on that? What, what where's a good guideline or is there a threshold or is it just all in your hands? Uh, So I would say, honestly, everyone should feel like they have the opportunity to speak up during a massage. I personally let my clients know this. I know that the work that I do is not relaxing. Um, And there are times that it's a little uncomfortable to get through. But good rule of thumb is if you can still breathe through it and you are not clenching against me, then we're okay. Mm hmm. You know, some people like to use the whole one to 10 scale, but I feel like everyone's one to 10 is different. Right. You know, I may be able to take what you would consider a 10 and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a five. Right. So I just say, if you can breathe through it and you're able to still not actively fight and engage your muscles against me, we can still get some result. But if you feel like it needs to be more, let me know. I don't know if anyone's ever told me that, though. <laughs> right, right. I hear you. I hear you. I have a uh, a relative who had gone and gotten just a general massage, and they were so ticklish that they just couldn't do it. <laughs> and uh, I've, I, I've had a ticklish client before. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was going to be my question. Have you ever had someone that just you know? And and I can get that. When I was a kid, I was that way. I could not stand for anybody to get near my feet which was an odd thing. And as I got older, you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. But um, I can't imagine, you know, somebody possibly having that sensitivity. Tell us about that experience. So I've only had one and she had never had a massage before. Uh, She was a little bit younger of a client and she was very ticklish. Uh, I will say that I think where I was at in my career at that point, I did not have the skills that I have now to know how best to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say once I got trained in the myofascial trigger point therapy, I don't think I've ever had an issue. I've had a lot of clients that say, Oh, I'm generally ticklish. Is this going to tickle? And the only place that usually that still applies is the abdomen. Uh, Mm -hmm. I can do some abdominal massages and there are times that it gets a little ticklish, but I've found that a lot of times a tickle response is more a defense mechanism. I actually had a chiropractor that told me that years ago, that if you think of the places you're ticklish, it's usually where there's a large nerve cluster, like armpits, back of the knee, stomach. Those are all vulnerable points on your body. Mm-hmm. And so if you are ticklish there, it's your body defending you. They're saying, don't put things here. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But with, with a slightly more direct and purposeful pressure, it's not ticklish. Uh, right. It 
I think it's just, there's a way to work around that. Um, I can give foot massage without tickling people who are always ticklish. And I mean, it, I feel like if you think of the the Gucci Gucci goo motion of fingers, that's not what I'm doing with them. Right, right. Totally different. Yeah, understand. Um, several years ago, I had um, I had a surgery for uh, well, many years ago, I had a bariatric surgery, and then I had some scar tissue that wrapped around my intestines that caused a blockage, and I looked into some things that were going on because I didn't know that's what it was. I just knew I was having blockage and didn't know why. And I ran into a massage therapist in Nashville that did intestinal massages to help Mm -hmm. stimulate your intestines. I was amazed by that because I thought if that's what it is. But when I looked into the cost, I was like, holy smokes. Um, You know, it was crazy. But is that something you guys do as well or are you mainly sticking to the the other type basics of muscular and, and what you were talking about? I actually do a fair amount of abdominal massage. Uh, I've had a lot of clients that were surprised that that was a thing because not all therapists offer it. I will mm-hmm. say that I am specifically trained in how to do that, though. Not all therapists have been trained to do abdominal massage, um, but I can affect your intestines. I can <laughs> encourage bowel movements. Um, I've I can do scar tissue as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also use cupping. Uh, I'm a certified cup therapist. And I've done, I think, three classes for cupping, and we can do abdominal massage with the cups as well and scar tissue release. Wow. Wow. So that, yeah, when I first heard about it, I thought, that that can't be real. But uh, I I talked to my surgeon. He said, yeah, it's absolutely real. And uh, he recommended, he said, you know, because the surgery is caused by you having or the scarring, is due to the fact that you had surgery and it's, you know, air and this and that and whatever, and it's going to cause scarring because you had surgery. He said, now you just had surgery to fix that. So what's that mean? You're probably going to have this again in X number of years. And and that was when he encouraged me to look into it. And I did. But I think uh, the the place that I talked to, that was their, that was all they did. And that may have okay. been why it was more expensive. I don't know. But it was kind of crazy. Yeah, and if it was, it was in crazy. Nashville, then their prices well, that, are yeah. much higher. Any time you go to Nashville, you know how that is. Um, one of the things I run into a lot of times when I come to the chiropractor, and, and I do come to see Dr. Dave every month, is that he'll tell me the uh, the middle part of my back is always tight. Every time I go in, you're so tight right here. And I don't know if that's from the way I work. You know, I sit because of what I do. I'm sitting a lot. Maybe I tense up in my back, whatever. So now my interest has peaked is when I come to see him, I probably should be coming to see you as well. And and the way you're you're tying this in, how these two things work together is fantastic. So is this, uh, are you always in Portland? Do you rotate from office to office or tell us kind of how your schedule works? So my schedule is a little crazy right now, <laughs> but uh, the the goal is that I will eventually be able to be in Portland and that's it. Uh, I mm-hmm. am in an office in Hendersonville, which is where I've been for several years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a great client base there. However, I really would just like my home and my life and everything to be up here. So mm-hmm. My lease ends down there in the spring, um, so I'm kind of obligated to stay there to some extent until then. Uh, But right now I'm working evenings in Portland. I work Tuesday through Friday evening, um, and 
it would be 3.30 to 6, and then Friday morning as well. So Friday full okay. day, and the rest of the week, just the evenings. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good, good. So let me remind everybody where Abrahamson is. They're out on uh, Broadway as you're going out of town. Um, if you're headed toward Galton, they are on the left. You know, there are several houses that are businesses out that way. Um, I cannot remember the street number, but look for their sign. It's right out front uh, before you get to the uh, before you get to the light. And uh uh, great people. Um, I was one that made a change from another place to there and absolutely love it. Uh, I'd never come in there and feel like there's a rush. I don't feel like it's, you know, like a cattle call or something like that. Um, I always feel like they care. They take their time. They do it right. And uh, it sounds like this is going to be a wonderful uh, addition to what they're doing. Um so tell us how to get in touch with you to set an appointment or or how all that works so everybody knows. So um, right now I'm kind of just using my phone number and email. Uh, my number is 615-766-6233. Uh, you can text is the easiest way just in case I am in session or doing something with my daughter. Um, but there's also, if you're in Abrahamson Chiropractic, they have a QR code at the front desk that you can scan and it'll give you access to my schedule so you can find the date and time that works best for you. Okay. Um, and my email is lmtmomliz85 at outlook.com. If email works better for you, that's fine too. Um, but yeah, 3.30 to 6, Tuesday through Friday and Friday mornings 10 to 1, I want to say. Um, I'd love to love to work on you, love to help anybody out. Um, I'm here hoping that I can make a difference in Portland and just actively be a part of this community too. Well, awesome. We're glad to have you here. That's Elizabeth Hunt at Abrahamson Chiropractic, where you can reach her 615-766-6223. And like me, I prefer a text. It's not that I don't love people, but it's so much easier to answer text and, and, to, and to just move on. Hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, we appreciate it. And uh, those of you that are looking for this and feeling like this could be a service for you, be sure and, and give uh, Elizabeth a text or a call. Thank you. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.